Hello, friends, and welcome to the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where we explore how to remain nimble and stay hopeful in the crucible of adversity and uncertainty. I'm J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships. You know, I'm hearing from many leaders right now who have defined themselves with words like exhausted, overwhelmed, stuck, discouraged, and uncertain. And if that's you, you're not alone. In our complex world, most leaders feel exhausted and overwhelmed. At Kairos Partnerships, we equip leaders with the perspective and tools they need in order to lead with clarity and confidence. We help individual leaders and teams in ways such as one-on-one coaching, consultation, group coaching, training and equipping both online and in person. And if you want to lead with confidence and resilience, let's talk because we'd love to help you. And by the way, if you're curious about what coaching is and want to check it out, we offer a free consultation coaching session for our Resilient Leaders podcast listeners so that you can check it out and you can see if it's a right fit for you or not. My information is in the show notes. You can learn more at kairospartnerships.org or you can email me directly at jrbriggs at kairospartnerships.org. Well, if you are a regular listener to this podcast, you know that the backbone of what we do as we think about resilience, is to explore different mental models for us to have in our tool belts. We're not going to use all the mental models at the same time, but we want to be confident enough and find those mental models accessible enough that we can pull them out of the tool belt when we need to use that tool at the right time. And we do this because we believe in the resilience mantra on this podcast, which states, preparation is more important than planning. That's right. Preparation is more important than planning. Now, recently, I was reading a book by my friend, Eric Peterson. Eric is a pastor in Spokane, Washington, and he used the metaphor of sand as a mental model for us to consider. Now, I'm really grateful for his metaphor, but I'm actually going to expand it a little bit more beyond what Eric originally wrote about. And because I want this to include all leaders, not just pastors, and it's been incredibly helpful for me. So thank you, Eric. And it's a mental model around this metaphor of sand. As we lead, we can either, as Eric says, stick our head in the sand, draw a line in the sand, or we can play in the sand. We can stick our head in the sand, we can draw a line in the sand, or we can play in the sand. Now let's talk about head in the sand. This is where we ignore issues. Now, some of this can be bad and unhealthy. We've all been around leaders who stick their head in the sand like an ostrich, and they're just tempted to ignore things that need to actually be dealt with and addressed, but they just want to run away. They want to escape. They don't have the courage to deal with issues head on. Now, the truth is, as leaders, if we're going to be effective, if we're going to be resilient, we have to address the tough issues, those that cannot be ignored. We can't shy away from these significant areas. However, I actually think that there's a positive side to this where we do need to bury our head in the sand. There are some issues that you're just going to have to ignore. In order to be resilient, we cannot address every single issue. We cannot make a statement about every position in our culture. We cannot know every niche or specialty market. We cannot know everything. We are going to have to ignore some things in our leadership in the world in order for us to focus on our leadership. Now, for you, this could be that we need to learn to ignore criticism. Or maybe we should ignore praise and adulation and not believe in our own press clippings, as they say. Or maybe we need to ignore the news 
so that we can address some significant issues by thinking deeply. This could be that we need to ignore trends or quote-unquote hot takes that everyone else seems to be talking about, but it might deter us from what we're called to lead and how we're called to lead. And so the first area is sticking our head in the sand. The second one is a line in the sand where there are times we need to draw a line on issues. And this can be both negative and positive. Negatively, there are times we've probably drawn a line in the sand and ostracized people unhealthily, caused division, uh, trampled people in the process. However, there is a positive here. There are times where we need to make courageous decisions, where you have to make a choice, which means you won't always please people. As I've written in a book before with my friend Bob Hyatt called Ministry Mantras, I said that leadership is an intentional decision of choosing whom you will disappoint. Leadership is an intentional decision of choosing whom you will disappoint. We can't just waffle about certain things. Sometimes we have to pull the trigger, make the call, take a stand, charge the hill. And as leaders, We know that this will sometimes mean that we'll be misunderstood, mistreated, and sometimes we'll be torched for it. But such is the call of leadership. That's why, as my dad would joke around when I was growing up, that's why leaders are paid the big bucks. As Edwin Friedman said, leaders must expect sabotage. This is hard. This is the hard part of leadership because there are times we are going to have to draw a line in the sand. We are going to have to make bold decisions that we know not everyone's going to be happy about. But in addition to sticking our head in the sand or a line in the sand, there's a third option, and that's to play in the sand. This is about collaboration and partnerships. And truthfully, this is the fun part. You won't always see eye to eye on every issue with every person or every leader that you work with, but linking arms and being in a collective partnership can be fantastic. That's one of the things that we found in our research on resilience over the past year. Resilient leaders rarely lead alone. In fact, they proactively look for networks, partners, friends, connections that can be made so that there's a deeper bond there in the process. They realize that there's a big sandbox with plenty of room for a lot of different people to play in. They include others. They connect with others. They invite others to the sandbox. Instead of of having a territorial mindset or a hoarding mindset, a scarcity mindset, they have a generosity mindset where they actually want to help others and serve others and let them play in the sandbox together. This is what's called thick community or thick lines of connection. Resilient leaders think like networkers. Instead of one thick rope that leaders can hang on to, resilient leaders actually weave a web kind of like a spider that if they fall, they'll be caught in that web of supported, networked, partnered relationships. Because if you just have one thick rope that you're hanging on to, what happens if a big pair of scissors come and snaps and cuts that rope? That I think is what we've learned in 2020 and here in 2021. Now, since you are smart, intuitive, and perceptive as a leader, I think I know what you're asking right now. You're asking the question, yes, JR, but how do I know which one to implement and when? How do I know if it's time for me to stick my head in the sand, draw a line in the sand, or play in the sand? How will I know? Great question. What we need are three crucial elements, which we've talked about before. This may be the greatest mental model of all that we have talked about on the podcast. And so we're going to talk about it again, just very briefly. We need 
wisdom, courage, and compassion. Wisdom, courage, and compassion. See, not one out of two, not one out of three, not two out of three, but three out of three. Because if you have wisdom and courage, but don't have compassion, that's careless. If you have courage and compassion, but without wisdom, that's reckless. And if you have compassion and wisdom without courage, that's riskless. But if you have wisdom, courage, and compassion together, that is priceless. A wise leader is the best kind of leader. How do I know? Because I think we'd all agree that the worst kind of leader is a foolish one. We need more wise leaders in this world. How about courage? Just because we have enough wisdom to know what to do, it doesn't mean we will actually do it. We need to do the hard things and act on it. We need to steal ourselves and have enough courage to be able to do what we know we need to do. And lastly, compassion. Everything that we do in leadership must be done in love. Love for God, love for others, love for the people that we're called to serve, even when they're hard to deal with, hard to love, we still love them anyway. And love for our own sacred calling as leaders. So here's what I would recommend that you do if we're trying to live with wisdom, courage, and compassion. I want to recommend a ridiculously practical exercise for you to do. Consider taking out a piece of paper or working on a whiteboard and draw three categories, head in the sand, line in the sand, play in the sand. And I want you to ask these three questions, these questions under each of these three headings. So under head in the sand, ask yourself, what am I currently ignoring that I actually need to address? Where do I need to pull my head out of the sand and look up and around and, and address? Or what am I paying attention to or who am I paying attention to that I might actually need to ignore in this season? And what do I need to let go of? Now, when it comes to line in the sand, here are a few questions I want to su submit to you all. Where have I drawn the line in the sand for my own integrity in leadership? Or where do I need to draw the line in the sand regarding clarity or even our own identity of our church, business, or nonprofit? And what issues are most important to us? What hill are we willing to die on? And then lastly, with play in the sand, here are a few questions. Who are our partners, friends, and people we've networked with? Who do we link arms with so that both of us can be better moving forward? Who could we reach out to and link arms with in the next three to six months? And what could we do together? Well, thanks for being with me today. The Resilient Leaders Podcast is produced, engineered, and kissed with a seal of quality and approval by the highly talented and creative Joel Limbowen, founder of Onalim Productions. Thank you, Joel, for everything that you do. Check out his great work at onalimproductions.com, also in the show notes as usual. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember that you have options to stick your head in the sand draw a line in the sand or play in the sand. And the way we figure that out is by having equal measures of wisdom, courage, and compassion.